0: the spread show yeah. <laughs> all right so i have a really uh interesting story here so all right i lost my airpod pros or whatever is it whatever whatever the like the better one is you know yeah i think those are the pros so i lost those like before march madness i think like three or four days before March Madness when we were going to Vegas and I had to, I had to have some, so I went and bought some regular ones kind of punish myself, you know? And the weird thing was I knew that I had those with me. So like what happened? I went the to problem. the store. Yeah. Like I went to the store and uh, Sasha's parents were visiting. So I had them in at the store cause I was walking around. I don't want to listen to people. I mean, you know, it was COVID times. Your mask is on. It's actually a lot better to go to the store, and you're, you if you have headphones in, it's great. I love oh,
1: it. Oh, it's it's very underrated. That's another story. But that's all I do. Anytime game, I Do any shopping or anything? I always have my headphones in.
0: It's a game changer. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm out at the store, and um, I come back. I have get all my stuff. I come back. Park... In my cul-de-sac because I know that uh, her parents are going to park in the driveway, right? So it's a little bit different. Here's It threw me off a little bit. But I didn't lose them at the store because I got out of my car and they fell out of my pocket. And like every time I've dropped my AirPod case, the AirPods always go flying out for some reason. So I specifically remember picking them both up, putting them in the case, putting it back in somewhere, and then walking in the house. So I noticed like 3 days later they're gone. So now here it is what June. That was March, yeah. early March, so this is June and uh they were in my freezer. What? <laughs> yeah. I just looked you in my freezer 5 minutes how ago. That, uh, no, I'm assuming that I got something. So here's what I think happened. I bought uh mochi. Have you ever had them like mochi ice cream? So I got some of those and I think I grabbed that, like I was grabbing those out of the, uh, you know, out of the bag and I threw it in the freezer. I'll be damned though, some bitch still works. (laughs) It was somehow still charged. It was still charged, yeah. It's needless to say, I'll be selling some uh, AirPods very soon. (laughs) Um, Yeah, not as nuts as this terrible. But very fascinating NBA season. And I'm glad we took a long break because, honestly, this playoffs doesn't even deserve, uh, like, us doing podcasts. It doesn't deserve it, to be honest with you. It's really
1: true. It's um, unfortunate, but
0: it's true. But the cool thing is there's been a lot of other stuff. The playoffs have been so bad that it's actually cost a lot of people jobs, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. And it's caused a lot of uh, hatred of certain players in certain markets. So here we are with a giant list of things that have happened during the playoffs that are not necessarily.
1: Like when you say hatred, I mean, true, true. Like Ben Simmons is hated and I don't know how it will be going into the next year, but as of right now, he's absolutely hated.
0: Oh, yeah. Shoot hatred. Uh, I mean, On the shoot
1: hatred meter, who's, is, is he tops? Is Kuzma up there?
0: I think it has to be Ben Simmons because it lasted it's lasted for so long at this point because like, it's do, who do are the top to guys who to yeah who are the top guys right it's it's Porzingis, uh kuzma Joe Harris and Ben Simmons right um go up there oh I mean, go bear yeah what it is, kind of. nope you're right go bears yeah, is it has to be one I think Ben Simmons is one for sure. He's got to be the top guy because he was number one pick, and like they built, they literally tanked for four years to get to this point, and he couldn't deliver against uh, one of the, one of the worst playoff teams of the last ten years, probably. That's at least you know. And if high we're respect.
1: being honest, he's most recent, so it's on the tip of our tongues.
0: It's yeah, he's for sure. Getting the heat right now. KP was bad, but at least he scored like twenty a game at some point, you know. yeah for sure joe harris joe harris is probably close second like joe harris if he had made one shot in the last two quarters of that nets game they win (laughs) so the shanghai sharks lineup is looking good for next year um so we'll talk about uh we'll talk about the actual playoffs and what's left in a minute here but we got the list of a few things that have gone down this most of this happened Within 48 hours, we had the KD game, which he went absolutely crazy uh, in game six, right? So, we had that. I, there's not much to add there, besides the fact that I really, I don't know why it's taken so long, but I still feel like KD is hurt every time I watch him, so I'm just like, oh yeah, he's doing all this, but he's hurt, but he's not. He's clearly not hurt, and he's playing in Team USA or whatever this summer, so is it time to just be like, yeah, he's fine? But
1: it's- Something about those people of that size, like the Anthony Davises or the Durants, even for like, you just always feel like they're hurt regardless.
0: Yep. I'm with you. I, I really do feel like it's just, I don't, I really don't know why he's playing team USA. (laughs) Like it seems a little unnecessary.
1: What upside is there?
0: None. Unless he's going to play like 15 minutes a game or something, you know, just stay in shape. Uh, But yeah, that's, that was weird. Um, But yeah, I mean, KD's incredible. It's, I think the thing for me with KD is like every time I've watched him, it just feels like going back to the OKC days, he never, maybe he wanted the ball in those situations, but we always got to blame Westbrook because Westbrook always did something stupid at the end of the game and KD was left standing there in the corner and then he left because of that and everyone was on his side. But it's not like he was ever like, give me the ball or like demanding it. So when th- it's yeah. not like he's had these moments before, and I think that's why I was like, I don't know that KD is built that way, and uh, clearly he is now. <laughs> so
1: and you know what I take away from it all is is just we can we can classify it as whatever we want. he's just a pure shooter, and at that at that size, when he can get off a shot with no hand in his face, yeah, PJ Tucker can be physical, but it's m- make or miss, right? It, it's yeah, the practice shot,
0: yeah. No, you're absolutely shooter. Yep. Yeah, for sure. He's just a elite shooter, elite pull, like everything that's pull up for him is incredible. And he's just so tall and lanky, like it's it's insane. That shot that he made yeah, I, game 7 was nuts.
1: And I think I uh, don't give him enough credit for like his lateral movement. Like those bigger guys like Antetokounmpo, he he just they just can't stay with him. And then obviously smaller guys, you know, they just can't affect the shot. So, I mean, it's what do you do? You can't guard him. If, if he wants to be that guy, I think he could average like 35, 40 a game. Seriously. If you yeah. really wanted to.
0: Yep. No, I, I completely agree. He's uh, it's good. I'm glad he's healthy. I'm glad he's back. And it just sucked that, you know, it just, that's the, let's talk about the injuries. You know, like we watched this whole playoffs go down and the list of injuries is absolutely insane. I mean, the Lakers are out because of AD, LeBron was still pretty injured. Uh, the Jazz, you know, Donovan Mitchell was banged up. Conley somehow is permanently injured. Um, then we have the Clippers lose Kawhi. Uh, the the Suns somehow like people are so injured they're getting injured and coming back already. Like CP came back yeah. from an injury. <laughs> like so, uh, Jason Tata, no Or sorry, not Jason. For the nuggets. Yeah, Jalen Brown didn't make it. Uh, Kemba was banged up still. Um, I mean, it's just, like, it's ridiculous. And we all saw what LeBron said. I'm not even interested in talking about it. I know that he knows I, I, he's dope. <laughs> he knows players' bodies better than than anybody else. Uh, so, yeah, that sucks. It's a weird playoffs. And, like I said, we're not going to spend a lot of time talking about the actual playoffs. So, within the same 48 hours that we had the KD game, CP3 tests positive for, well, not, he didn't test positive, but he... He violated the protocol, at least. Do we know that he actually tested positive?
1: No, I was going to ask you. I don't know the full story. It was very vague. I never actually heard that he tested positive, but I don't think I ever actually heard what he did.
0: Yeah, I mean, this headline just said Chris Paul tests positive. Oh, he did. It was a positive COVID-19 test. Yeah. So, um you know that sucks. I mean, Chris Paul is just really running into it <laughs> in this postseason. Everything and that. I
1: heard he's still in L.A. Like I don't think he's gonna play game two.
0: Oh, is he? He's just quarantined. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, he... yeah.
1: So I think he's gonna wait till they come back to L.A. And then I think his time should be up. I don't know what even. I, I forgot what the, the the time was for a player that ha- how long they have to stay away from their team um, if if they tested positive.
0: He's symptom free, so he doesn't have to. You know hang out uh as long but still they have to be pretty damn careful um
1: i do have a question for you though brand yeah and not that these are absolutes so i guess it doesn't totally make sense but say that phoenix and phoenix is off to a 1-0 lead so i guess it might not affect them but say they get blown out next game and then they have to go to a game seven and they lose it and maybe they could have won game two with chris paul looking back Do you think Chris Paul would have probably said, I would have rather had this shot? And not saying he would have not got it still, but, like, a chance to go to the finals or a shot. I wonder how that would have been weighed
0: or if he still would have been like, nah, man. Is he He's not vaccinated, are you saying?
1: You know what? I don't know that. I'm lying again.
0: (laughs) I thought he was vaccinated. Like, I thought that was. uh, um, I'm not sure, though. I guess we have to look. I've okay. seen both, so... <laughs> um, we'll have to look. All I know is... Let's see. Let me look. I want to just look at the headlines while we check. Um, but yeah, it's it's really... I, I don't know. It He doesn't have symptoms. And, uh, you know, if the NBA just was wanna, fully vaxxed, they'd 11, be good. The eights, though, yeah, it sucks. I, I wonder like, how he got it. Like, or... Mean? What if, what if he, like, got it because he ran into the stands to celebrate with his family after winning? Like, that sucks. Uh, but
1: very possible.
0: Uh, so, yeah, Chris Paul, that happens. Terrible. Once again, just another star that doesn't get to uh, – like, what stars do we have left right now? We have Devin Booker. We have Giannis. We have uh, Trey Young, I guess, and Paul George.
1: I feel like this playoffs I've just seen Terrence Mann and who's the guy for Philly. Who's Terrence? Cork Manning, Maz?
0: <laughs> Shake uh, Milton.
1: No damn.
0: Seth okay, Curry. A, y-
1: yes, but there's another Terrence Man. Maxie.
0: You're talking about Maxie.
1: Yes, Maxi. Yeah. Even Maxie and Terrence Mann in the playoffs. That's the names I've been hearing. What the hell?
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it sucks. It's unfortunate. Um let's go to Kawhi. Kawhi injures his knee somehow uh acl injury maybe some people are saying it's a sprain either way something's wrong with his knee is this any different than the last three years of the playoffs or why
1: no it's a hundred percent on brand and it's so on brand that it seems to be you know somewhat a significant injury dude was just sitting on the sideline just chopping it up with phillips i believe i don't remember who it was assistant coach as if like nothing happened like didn't rush back to like get an x-ray it was just the most kawaii like subtle injury that actually ends up being a big injury and now there's this thing where you never know how healthy kawaii is because it doesn't really change the way he plays all that much it's just weird
0: it's just the old kawaii i'm hurt <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <That's it. laughs> you, know, like,
1: you don't know how long it's for you don't know the severity it's just very Kawhi. yeah
0: and why is that severity? allowed Like, what happened to the injury report? I thought these things, like, had to be reported. Like, hey, this guy's out for three weeks. (laughs) They're just like, yeah, he might be back. He could. He couldn't. Nobody knows. We don't know what the injury is. We're not going to tell you. Like, come on. Like, I feel like you kind of have to say something. Very weird. Makes it hard to gamble for sure. Maybe do
1: you think some of this stuff is the team um – Kind of covering their ass a little bit, like if say Kawhi comes back next game and 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 we were told it was a uh, you know whatever the injury may be that maybe sounds a bit more severe, and then so say Kawhi comes back next game gets hurt again and now it's like oh the team knew it was this and they let him I don't know I, I guess I could see it coming back to bite him in the ass and because these players sometimes just go out on their own.
0: That's a really good point actually. Remember last time I talked about how the uh, all these players like it's becoming a huge issue with the training staffs. And the players, trainers throughout sports right now, we know that's already an issue with Kawhi because, you know, that's why he left San Antonio. So they might just be like, dude, you're not injured. And he's like, I'm extremely injured. And they don't (laughs) want to make this a public thing. And they're just like, whatever. I guess you'll just have to sit out.
1: (laughs) Just thinking of Kawhi saying that is really really fucked up. Right, Kawhi? Well, Whenever you feel like coming back, just uh, you know, let us know. It's
0: also, weird. I do wanna say we nailed a lot of things before the the playoffs or be it was like during round one. But we talked about remember when I talked about the Ushers and how they don't have control of the stadiums? You see how many goddamn were fights were there it. been?
1: <laughs> you were on it. You got personal security running onto the court. You have uh you have a lot of weird things happening in the crowd, fights. Sons and four guys.
0: Yeah, like Sons and Four guy, they're printing shirts and like he's like a celebrity's getting had, free tickets.
1: They had a twelve round boxing match in the stands. They they took breathers. One guy tucked his chain in. <laughs> yeah, and we still didn't see secure.
0: Seriously, there then yeah because it's some seventy five year old guy slowly making his way up the stairs trying to stop these guys from beating the shit out of each other.
1: Come on, yeah, what's like
0: <laughs> yeah, Phil's beautiful. got that earpiece. Hopefully, maybe, or he can call for help. He might just be throwing up the X like nineteen eighties WWE. <laughs> Who knows? Uh But yeah, that's. I mean, I'm just we we nailed that. Also, I don't know what our predictions were fully, but I know that I I had the Sixers, unfortunately, which they should have easily went to the finals this year, and the Clippers. So I'm still halfway alive. I think. Didn't you have the Suns? I think you had the Suns? Yeah, yeah
1: sure. I had the Suns. And Nets and uh, I felt pretty good About it before yeah. you know Obviously Kyrie and Harden um, But I, I didn't feel great about Phoenix if I'm being 100% Honest just because they had to go to the Lakers
0: Yeah and I mean but, Fully healthy the Nets beat the living Shit out of everyone it feels like In this playoffs yeah. especially in the East I don't feel like they lose lose A game Uh What else happened oh man Stan Van Gundy got fired Oh, Hate to see it Hate to see that happen Stan last a year, um, and it comes out that what his family didn't like living in New Orleans, and the team didn't like him, and like the team, no one on the team liked him. I thought that the rift this year was going to be between Zion and Ingram. Zion and Ingram both hated Stan Van Gundy so much. I think it brought them closer together. <laughs> so, uh,
1: did you like in a list of coaches in which should be? coaching that team or taking that team over. I don't know if Stan Van, you know what I mean, to coach a bunch of young I Yeah. Don't
0: know, maybe, the yeah, disciplinarian I'm, Stan Van. No, it's it's over for him. Like clearly, how many stops does this guy get before and even when he was successful, he got fired. I'm like he when he was with yeah, the Heat, I he know. got fired. When he was with the Magic, he got fired. Like <laughs> I'm sorry. Everywhere he goes, he gets fired because everyone hates him. It's su- I like, I like Stan Van Gundy. We
1: follow of, of players not being happy. You know, main star players being upset or having, you know, some, um, you know, disagreements with them or whatever it may be. But it doesn't seem like and, – and I get that. That's fine. You know, Stan Van's not one to just, you know, back down because you're a superstar. I get that. But in today's day and age of the superstar having all the control – Uh, I don't know if you can be that type of coach, unfortunately. And that's why we see so many players drifting over and becoming coaches so early is because they can relate to these guys.
0: Yeah, exactly. I think, what was it, Rob... The other day we were talking about some of the candidates for some of these coaching openings, and he was like, "What do you just? Is it just make a list of journeyman players now?" And I think it really is. It's like point guard specific, <laughs> yeah. right? Like you have Doc, who was yeah. in this last round. You had Doc Rivers, Tyloo, Steve Nash, Nate McMillan. Like that's four. Four of those coaches were point guards. A lot. Of, a lot of time backup. Really, uh,
1: the hottest coaching name, I believe, is Jason Kidd. Right? He can kind of get in. And, and Chauncey he Billups. And not that he's been super successful. Yeah, Chauncey. It's um really interesting.
0: Yeah, Um, and I have no idea. Do you think, do, if you were to guess, Monty Williams, backup point guard in the NBA, or not? Yes. I'm gonna look. I I really feel like he is definitely a backup. He was a backup Monty point guard.
1: Williams definitely played. Fourteen years for seven different teams. Oh, hold on! Everyone had glowing things to say about him.
0: Small forward, actually. How tall is Monty? Oh damn, he's six eight.
1: Monty played. Monty only played seven years. There's no way he got past ten years as small forward.
0: (laughs) Dude, there's none of this makes sense. Okay, hold on. Playing career. So he played nine years. He was he was a first round pick.
1: Damn, come out of small school or what?
0: Uh, Notre Dame. He played until two thousand three. I think we would have I feel like we would have remembered Monty Williams as a player. Weird.
1: That's very odd. Yeah. Very odd, Monty. I don't know. Okay. <laughs>
0: um, all right. Well, let's see. And who else? Who was the, who did we who else did we have in here as coaches? Uh, oh, Nick McMillan. Did you yeah. play that? Yep, we had Nate. Um I'm trying to think. I don't know if Mike Budenholzer played in the NBA. My guess is no. Shot. But <laughs> no shot. No what about shot. Quinn? Um, Quinn Snyder, yeah, yeah. Uh, Hold on, let's let's just check on Mike Budenholzer. I have to know now, just in case.
1: No shot. No shot. Uh,
0: he 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 did play in Europe somewhere. That's about it. Yeah.
1: He was a point guard, right?
0: Uh, he had to be. There's no. They doesn't even offer any options. It just it just shows that, and he definitely is a point guard. Uh, your opinion. Just give me thirty seconds on Mike Budenholzer, please, and the Bucks right now.
1: Um we've talked about it some. Um, it's it's going to be a damn shame if they don't win it all. They've caught literally every break along the way. They still have looked, they still have managed to look as ugly as you could possibly look getting there. They struggled with a team that had two superstars gone superstars but i didn't like the way that they kind of reacted to beating durant by himself it seemed as though they thought they they acted like that was the championship um on its own and, and it's one of those things where it's it's an absolute letdown and bud might have to be fired if they don't get and win question mark the finals yeah and it's just nasty it's just a nasty feeling right?
0: Yeah, it's disgusting. The fact that they had to go seven to beat the <laughs> beat the Nets, uh, and I, this isn't just like a reactionary this year thing. It's the combination of all these years with Giannis. Like, I'm sorry, but uh, you're just not getting it done. And he did the same thing with the Hawks too. Let's not forget that this he reaches the ceiling and it's done. It's like he doesn't make any adjustments and he sucks. So I I yeah, and, and, I don't know where you go for with with Boudin And, and
1: it almost feels as though – here's my feeling on Bud in Milwaukee. Bud, I feel like, is trying to become this player's coach because I think he wants to extend his tenure in Milwaukee. So I feel like he's like, oh, I have a superstar in Giannis, and I'll just let him kind of make it up as it go, as he goes. But this is a team that actually needs like a Rick Carlisle, in my opinion, someone who coaches this team, and this team needs to run shit because you can't just let Giannis in the playoffs um, especially – just do what he does because it and the, and the points are there don't get me wrong um but it tends to break down i see a lot of other teams like steve nash can let durant do that because he can do that and he has multiple superstars i just don't feel like bud i feel like bud's in a tight spot here um on what he can and can't do because i feel like he wants to keep his job so he's trying to kind of be player friendly but it might not be actually best for milwaukee
0: yeah for sure because is Giannis even going to complain about a coach exactly. not catering to him. Like Giannis is as like amicable as they come for superstars. Like there's no other superstar at that level that is easier to work with if you're a coach. And like not yeah, even and close. So you could bring in a Carlisle. So many, times,
1: so many times when Giannis does score, you kind of, uh, you know, grit your teeth a bit and say, eh, yeah, it, it, he got it to go, but God damn, he had to Euro step and get past three people. When, you know, you can put him in those positions a little bit easier. It would seem like, but once again, it's, he ha- kind of has his superstar and he's, you know, letting him do what he wants to do.
0: Yeah. Hey, you no, know, he has his offense and he just is like, this is what we run. <laughs> like, okay, well, it's not going to work every time in every game seven. Uh, so uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know where we go from there. I mean, that's, we can't add another coaching vacancy. Like if you're Milwaukee at this point, you kind of have to just keep him because, all these other coaches could get snapped up unless you have Carlisle saying, yeah, I'm, I'm ready to come in. Uh, I don't think you, you worry is, about it.
1: This is kind of out of left field um, on a different topic, sort of. But can you explain to me the, the huge gap or difference? And maybe it is just physical. Between what Giannis does and what Ben Simmons should be doing, am I missing something here? I know this is a topic. <laughs> I have no it's just, clue. It's staggering to me that Simmons can't do it at all.
0: I mean, I think it, yeah, it, it. The the crazy thing is like that we had Markel in Philly, and it's the same. It was. The, it looks like it's the same thing. I feel like it's just, it's between the ears as they were saying with Markel. Okay. Uh, I, something's yeah. like something's wrong. Like something is severely wrong either he is pulling one of those LeBron things where he's like pissed at the team and just passing every time or yeah. he like psychologically needs to fix something because, but
1: I guess I, 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 I guess I, I, you know, kind of comparison because do you think that psychologically there's something going on? with be honest. Cause I'd say, yeah, I'd say he's not hundred percent confident in his shot. His three, his free throws, a lot of the same, Deficiencies that Bill, uh, Ben Simmons has,
0: yeah, but then Giannis yeah, will take gonna, it to the uh, hole and like score and dunk on people and shit, so and which is and fine, Giannis like that's what I want, the three. yeah, he'll, yeah, he'll still he'll miss them, but he'll shoot it. Uh, Ben Simmons, I don't know, something's just wrong, like, like I said, either it's an attitude thing where he's like, uh, screw you guys, like, here, I'm just passing every time, and he really wants out or something, which no one said, but could be an option, or you know, he's just like you just you can't play like that if you're in the NBA and that's on Doc Rivers like you shouldn't it shouldn't have taken until this playoff series to be like okay something's wrong with Ben Simmons like all year this should have been a huge change um to be like we know exactly how to get Ben involved
1: my last question to you is do you think Giannis could be Giannis on the same team as Embiid not trying to cut Ben Slack But do you think that plays a big part? Do you think he would still be Giannis?
0: Uh, no. But that's just yeah. Unfortunately, that just I mean it would just be one of those things that doesn't work. So maybe, but I even even with Ben Simmons and Embiid, I know that doesn't work. But he he still plays really weird. Like it just you can't just not shoot or take lands. It doesn't work.
1: <laughs> Last John Simmons, I think, and we'll get back on track, is I've never met anyone just throughout even playing high school basketball just in all my years who's, who hasn't been moved one way or the other about any call against him, for him. <laughs> yeah. He never seems to care about the call. Like, if it's a bad call on him, he, I don't know. I've never seen anyone just keep, like, a, a, such a calm demeanor when, like, there's so much shit going on around him. It's, it's very weird, very odd.
0: Yeah, uh I I don't know. Maybe he just doesn't care, but maybe he also just really wants out of Philly and they'll find a way to get out. But it's I don't know what you do with him? Like what team out there is ready to blow everything up? Is there a team that's that bad out there that's like we're good to blow this whole thing up and start over like I guess maybe Houston, but Houston could could have a really solid pick. In this draft, and, and, and they have John Wall. A couple of days
1: a couple of days ago, I was kind of messing around with you and Rob about the McCollum for Simmons. Not that I think it makes sense for Portland, but I just think that it's a team looking for change and has a, a talent with maybe the the same um, salary that maybe can – I think it'd be great for Philly, though, is the thing. I think Philly really comes out of that feeling good. If CJ stays healthy, blah, blah, blah. But I don't know what Portland does with Lillard and Simmons? Question mark. I don't know.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure. I really, I think that there needs to be a team, like, if I'm Houston, I take all those names that we named earlier, right? It's, uh, so Simmons, Kuzma, Gobert, Joe Harris. Like, some of those guys, I'd, I'd look at, especially, I guess, maybe even Portland. Portland could do this. They could make a trade and get Ben Simmons. And if they do it early enough, I think the sentiment right now is that, like, no one's going to be, People are going to be asking for a pick back on Ben Simmons with the contract, right? Especially if you're giving him CJ McCollum, you're asking for a pick back. So I'm yep. giving up CJ and taking on Ben Simmons. And then I'm probably trading. I would try to trade for Porzingis too at the same time. I'd I be mean, like, and, sorry, I Nurk. Mean,
1: to, to a lesser degree, you know, even, uh, and, and I know salaries, you have to match them up, but I would be even willing to say maybe, and maybe Portland wouldn't be interested, but you can go get Kuzma for maybe a Norman Powell. I don't know if his contract's up, but that type of yeah. player.
0: So, that yeah, no, I, it sense. no, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like some of these guys, it's not like they're 35 years old. Like KP they're I believe him and Simmons are both under like 26, like 25, 26. And you're getting two pretty talented play. If you can get KP and Ben Simmons, you should be pretty damn happy. Uh,
1: and, and the other thing, you know, I would say that that would be a positive is and look at um, and, and I guess I would say Kuzma and Ben Simmons off the top of my head. In particular, you look at these guys who are coming from either a big markets or both huge markets that are really tough on guys when they don't perform. And you have a guy playing with LeBron James, also very tough to perform. You say, hey, man, come up to Portland. The media is a little bit more friendly. You don't get, a, a, you know, you don't get so much of the national spotlight. And I think someone like Simmons might embrace that. Maybe not. Yeah. He seems like a, just a laid-back guy who might like Portland.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you're right. Like, and he – that I mean, look, he needs space. So you need – if you have space for Ben Simmons, it's going to work. And we know that Dame can play off-ball. And Ben Simmons can cover whatever, you know, wing or guard that you need um, so that Dame can get some rest. So, yeah, I, I don't think that's a bad trade at all. Um, but yeah, I'm looking, if I'm a team right now, that's kind of 500 or below, I'm looking for these value guys, like Kuzma, Porzingis, Ben Simmons,
1: you know, and like you said, like, what does it hurt if you're a team like the magic? Yeah. These guys might be laughed at right now, but who cares? You're laughed at as, as as an organization. Yeah. You have to give something a shot.
0: Look at the Knicks, what they, what they were able to salvage with Julius. Like, I know it didn't work out in the playoffs, but (laughs) that was great the best moment Dude, in nick's
1: decade yeah am i lying i think i, I think
0: he no was. he is all he's all nba and so and he was the most improved player in the year and like they made the playoffs that's a huge huge deal and they were a home like a home seed like a, a four seed yeah. in the playoffs so i don't know i like there's like i said there's not a lot of teams that are blowing it up right now maybe you can look at like cleveland detroit orlando Um, even the thunder, like right now, aren't really, they they could, they could make some moves. They could trade for some of these guys, but I don't know if I would do that with all the assets they have, but they could do it. Uh, so I mean, Hey, if I can grab one of these guys under 26, I really think the Spurs are going to take a look at Ben Simmons. Like they're going to look at that and be like, we can make something happen here. Whether he turns into Bruce Bowen 2.0 or you put him next to DeJounte and have the best, like backcourt or best defensive perimeter team in the league uh okay there's, there's options I, i'm gonna
1: i promise this is my last uh kind of fantasy trade what do you think if sacramento goes fox for simmons
0: uh, i hate it i hate that trade
1: okay from sacramento standpoint
0: yeah i love because i love De'Aaron fox <laughs> actually,
1: I, I just think it's a a, a huge steal and exactly what philly would need but thinking about it from Sacramento's standpoint and players already don't work out. Yeah, it might be a little tough. If but, but if straight, Fox guess, was
0: like, you know, already hinting at them like, "Hey, I'm going to ask for a trade very soon." I could see that happening, but that would suck for that would suck for Sacramento fans to lose out on Deer and Fox. Um okay, let's hit the next uh next category. We got Oh, Scotty Brooks. Scotty Brooks parts ways with the Wizards. I don't know what happened with Scott uh, because I don't think he got fired. I I mean, there's been a lot of, like, Stan Van Gundy, technically, it was a mutual agreement. It wasn't mutual. I'm sorry, Stan, it wasn't. Scott Brooks was a mutual one. Do you think who quit more, Scott Brooks quitting on the Wizards or the Wizards quitting on Scott? I think
1: I would say probably like 70-30 on Scott's behalf only because you fully understand that you're two stars. I don't care what's said in the media. They don't want to be there. Nobody wants to be in Washington right now. So you're sort of a lame duck coach just waiting for, you know, whoever it may be. I'm already hearing the Westbrook somehow to the Lakers rumor, whatever. It, it's just like, it's just not a, well, what am I doing here? I'm not winning and I'm only going to get worse. I, I don't feel like they can get any better. I don't feel like Washington's going to add to Bale and Westbrook.
0: Kind of messed up because Westbrook was supposed to be his guy, right? Like they were – he got Westbrook, the MVPs, and I don't know. That's weird. I thought that was a weird one, especially after they made the playoffs. You know, they actually fought back to get into the playoffs. Yeah. 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 So, I I don't know. They they have some weird cap situation stuff, but there has to be a way they could have added one or two things to that team and continue to compete and be a six. I mean, if you have Brad Beal in the East, like you should – be able to win a playoff series. Like you're telling playoff me Bradley Beal and Westbrook couldn't have beat these teams in the playoffs right now. That's really weird.
1: Yeah, Bran, but that 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 bench and the rest of the supporting cast, I mean, Rui's okay. I I
0: Yeah, they need there, they need something is else. Smith? Yeah, they need <laughs> they need a few more pieces. But still, it's weird. I don't even know who's going to want that job. <laughs> like that, that's a job with a lot of question marks immediately coming in. You're telling me I get Westbrook who, if he stays, is going to be hurt and needs the ball. I have Beal who's constantly in trade rumors and I have nothing else. That sucks. That's not good. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Somebody call Stan Van Gundy. Uh, you know. <laughs> tell me your feelings on the Mavs situation. Donnie Nelson's out. Rick Carlisle's out. And Luca, Um seemingly complaining about a lot. And Haralobob Vulgaris might be running things. Your thoughts?
1: Um, boy, it's kind of tough to tell. I'm not going to lie from the outside.
0: I, don't I mean, know. I can recap it for everyone. So basically, we get reports that... Hralibov Vulgaris, who is a basically their analytics guy um, in the Mavericks organization, we get a report that he is uh, kind of a shadow GM. He's running things, kind of. He's feeding Rick Carlisle lineup suggestions and rotations, and he has a lot of influence over draft picks and trades and free agents and stuff. Um, and we know that... Donnie Nelson's been there forever, and is part of the reason they were able to construct a roster to win a title. And uh, he's big; he's a big part of picking Luca, as was Heralabob. He he was part of that. Um, so the the report comes out first that Heralabob's causing dysfunction, and Donnie Nelson. Then quits after Cuban says, "Nah, nothing happened. This is bullshit. <laughs> and so Donnie Nelson quits, which is a huge deal because he's like the cornerstone of that, that GM office. Like he's – what do you think of the Mavs in the front office? Like I think Donnie Nelson. And then Rick Carlisle just quits basically by sending a message to Shams or Woj, I think. He just sends him a a text, like a text wall basically saying, hey, thanks, and he thanks pretty much all the best players and people in the organization um, over the last like decade, except Luca. <laughs> he does not thank Luca at all. On that note, <laughs> um, huge. Just the Mavericks organization. I've realized this is this is something that I have to I have to talk about. There's some organizations in sports that we need to get over it. Like they're not. There's no like great organizations. I'm sorry. It doesn't work. There are organizations that get lucky. They like they're they're okay, right? They do well, but they get really lucky and then they get the benefit of the doubt for like fifteen years. Like why do we th- yeah. why do why do we think that the Mavs are a good organization? I don't I it just um, seems like it. Like cause they I got Dirk it and it's just
1: the likability for, for Cuban. Some people just like Mark Cuban.
0: Yeah, I do. (laughs) Or
1: or just see him so much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's a likable guy. He's a cool guy. He's there at all the games. And, you know, once again, like you say, it doesn't make sense. But, hey, man, they won the championship with Dirk. They do things the right way. They kind of do it through the draft. Uh, I don't know. But, but, you know, and a lot of it, the whole doing it through the draft and, and, you know, getting those guys is, the truth be told, nobody wants to go to Dallas as a free agent.
0: Yeah, I mean, that, that organization is not... If you look at all their moves over the last few... Remember, uh, so the Rondo thing, that didn't work out at all. Cuban and Donnie Nelson have really fucked things up with some of these agents. Like, I think specifically Bill Duffy, who I, I believe is Luka's agent. Um, he I think he was Rondo's agent. He was DeAndre's agent. Um, just like the, Darren Collison, I think, was there. There's just like a, a list of all these players where things just ended terribly or just didn't work out. The Chandler Parsons thing was a disaster. Uh, they were allowing some of these.
1: They let Curry go.
0: Yeah. They make that trade where they let go of Curry for no reason. Um, and I I forgot. I don't even want to talk. There's there's some terrible player on that roster that I know Haralabob had a big part of uh, bringing in. Um, they're just, it's its not. They haven't made good moves at all. They they brought in the uh, T-Wolves GM, the current T-Wolves GM. Um, he is brought in for like, what, nine months? And then he basically quit. He's like, yeah, they don't, I'm not the GM. They won't even like let me do anything. <laughs> and so they made this huge deal out of uh, bringing him in and then he's not allowed to do anything because Donnie Nelson's there and Cuban's there. Um, and then, so for me, like, I don't think the Haralobob things that huge of a deal because I think every team has that. Every team has some guy that's a, uh, yeah. you know, an analytics person that's feeding information. That yeah, but Haralobob's just a dick. Like, people just don't like him. So, uh, that doesn't help. And then when Luca is causing all these issues, like, Luca's is clearly causing a lot of problems. He hated Carlisle. He doesn't like Corral Bob. <laughs> like it's it's a huge issue. So Cuban's trying to please Luca, and he's you know they've had other issues in that organization. I we won't get into, but legal stuff that's problematic. So I I'm done with thinking. Oh, the Mavericks, you know they're good. They're so they they got they got Dirk, and it worked out, and they had Dirk forever, and uh, now they have Luca. Like congratulations. But everything else that they've done has been. Very, very bad. If you think about the Spurs, like right now we think the Spurs, like, oh man, if if the Spurs get a hold of this guy, like I was saying with Ben Simmons, like we always say that. But what have the Spurs done besides have Tim Duncan Ginobili and, and Tony Parker? Parker? Like,
1: yeah.
0: Their transition from that group has been absolutely disgusting. Like you had those guys for a decade, right? And they great. And then after that, no, not so much. Like, it's just not very good. You got carried by three really good players, a really good coach probably, and then uh, you can't make anything out of DeRozan. Kawhi leaves. I mean, it's, it's just it's – you look at the Patriots right now, they're doing the same thing. So we got to stop giving the benefit of the doubt to these good organizations.
1: Well, and, and as you say that, you know, a team that I feel like we just started giving that – kind of praise to is there are the Raptors because they looked up and got Kawhi who magically started to, ask to get out and I know it's only been a couple of years but you know what I mean now look at we, how we look at Masayu Jerry and and the the coach and the organization they're like they're first class all the way which they might be but if Kawhi never asked for a trade they're still the Toronto Raptors but now they're looked at yeah this team, you know Who's kind of looked at what superstar can they get next?
0: Remember remember where they were before? They were the Sixers before that. They were where the Sixers (sighs) were now. They had two guys who were getting absolutely blasted by LeBron every year. Uh, So, I mean, yeah, it's it's luck. It's A lot of this is luck. And, you know, if you draft someone well and you're developed, then good job. But a lot of these moves are just trash.
1: And I think going back to uh, the Mavs, I think you saying that Cuban's trying to please Luca is an understatement. Like, I don't – I honestly – I could honestly tell you I don't think he really cares about the team structurally or how the team looks or rounding the team off as long as Luca's happy. Like, I don't think he cares about the coaching he gets or how far. I really think as long as he's like, as long as I can get Luka to this next contract, then we can talk. But, like, I'll do whatever it takes.
0: yeah. For sure. I mean, and I think we're going to see Luca get his choice in the coach. And, you know, we'll figure it out. But it's uh, it's really weird. luca has <laughs> got to be pissed off to you right now because, obviously, he puts up all these huge numbers. Everyone talks about him. And Trey Young's in the conference finals. And DeAndre Ayton is in the conference finals. And it's like, why am I not there? You know? So, I mean, like, basically, I it's that Porzingis. Guy, put Luka
1: on that Atlanta team.
0: Oh, God. Yeah. Seriously. Um or just put Bogdanovich on the Mavs. <laughs> yep. That'd be huge. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh next we have is this another coaching gimmick? Oh, the Sixers. The Sixers, yeah. This was back in that same forty eight hour period, but they had blown a twenty six point lead. Uh this is all I have to say about the Sixers. Doc Rivers is never the answer. And I've said this for probably two years, two, three years now, but he hasn't done shit since uh, Tom Thibodeau left his staff. He won a title, Thibs left, and he, Doc Rivers has sucked ever since. So good luck. I don't know well, what you want.
1: L- l- once again, it, it's another – not an organization that gets this praise, but it's a coach. And if you look back to it, you know, to where it originated, was Kevin Garnett, Ray Allen, and Paul Pierce.
0: <laughs> Seriously. Like, Like, these players are saving people. Yeah, let's take a look. Doc Rivers, 2009, Celtics blow a 3-2 lead to the Magic. Doc Rivers, 2010, Celtics blow a 3-2 lead to the Lakers in the NBA Finals. 2012, Celtics blow a 3-2 lead to the Heat in the Eastern Conference Final. Two years later, 2014, the Clippers will have a 15-point lead in Game 5 versus OKC, end up losing the series in six games. 2015, the Clippers blow a 3-1 lead to the Rockets. That's literally a year after. The next year, the Clippers go up 2-0 on the Blazers and lose four straight. The next year, 2017, the Clippers lose Game 7 to Jazz at home. 2020, the Clippers blow a 3-1 lead to the Nuggets. 2021, the 76ers blow an 18-point fourth-quarter lead in Game 5 and lose Game 7. To the Hawks at home. Congratulations. I mean, what
1: else is there to say, man? I, I don't know. <laughs> A
0: decade of this, blowing like, it. Oh, and hold
1: on, God. Brent. It's not that he's just blowing them, but you have to look back at those rosters that he's doing it with.
0: Yeah. Like, oh, my very, God.
1: Very good rosters. All of those Clippers teams. Yeah. Like Chris Paul, DeAndre Jordan, Blake Griffin, JJ Reddick. Um, a very well-rounded team um it's just nuts it should not happen like there should be dire consequences if you're a head if you're the head coach and there would have been if it wasn't doc rivers in my opinion a lot of those years
0: yeah he's
1: you see it it this year so many of these coaches that yeah you're in the playoffs but you're not living up to expectations like a lot of people are on the hot seat bud was on the hot seat Uh, doc himself right yeah so 10 years later
0: yeah hot seat no, it's, it's, I have no idea why he got, he got that job. It doesn't make sense. I know they needed someone to, you know, to, to respect, to bring him in, you know, bring in the locker room that'll get the players together and figure it out. But as you can see, he didn't make that team any better. He basically was like, we're going to give the ball to more. Congrats. But you have, <laughs> the rest of the team still needs some work. Uh, so I, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the plan is there, but that's a joke that he's still, he's still getting jobs and like big contracts. It makes no sense at all. Uh, Playoff P. I don't know, man. He might actually, uh, he might actually be okay. <laughs> he might be fine. It only took every other star player in the NBA being hurt for Playoff P. to perform well.
1: And I said this before. I I can't understand how a player of his caliber, brand with the drive, with the uh, a shot off the dribble with a three pointer with everything a player could literally ask for. I don't know how he's not, he's very good right now. Don't get me wrong, but this dude should be, oh, he's a walking bucket, dude. That should be him. Yeah. We shouldn't be surprised when he excels. He's a great talent. I don't get it. I don't get it.
0: Um, If the Clippers blow this, they need, he needs to go to the Sixers somehow. He needs to go just be in that Jimmy Butler role with the Sixers. Uh, maybe that's the answer. <laughs> I don't know. Send Ben Simmons to the Clippers. Him and Kawhi can lock everyone up and uh, figure it out from there. But I don't – My
1: question uh, to you is has, has there been a more beloved player from his time in Indy? Because remember, I thought we – I don't know if we were even potting back then, but you go back to how we would talk about Paul George in some of those series. He was he,
0: amazing. He was like –
1: what he was and I know he had the knee injury but like to being absolutely hated by the majority of NBA fans is crazy he was like beloved yeah kind of the next guy he
0: He went toe-to-toe with LeBron he was really really good he was young and then he turned into playoff p (laughs) like damn like I don't know maybe it's just what he thinks of himself and all the you know the big contract and the the big moves and all that stuff uh the trades Got to his head or something, I don't know But he had the terrible injury, but I mean, at this point Like, he uh, Between him and LeBron, like, they say the dumbest Shit possible, and uh, I just, it it, it makes it hard to Like the guy, I'll I'll say that Uh, But yeah, I don't I don't know I don't know, we'll see, what's, do you think that He can lead this team to the finals Not even to win a title, just to The finals Uh,
1: So you're saying minus Kawhi If he doesn't come back? Correct I don't. I don't think he can do it. I, I don't. Um, he's just too inconsistent. If he does it, he does it, and, and I'm happy for him. But no, man, he has too many of those pandemic P performances. And he can't <laughs> Especially with Kawhi Gon. he, he can really can't afford to unless no. M- Morris is going to shoot six for six from three or something crazy. Like, he can't afford to. He's going to have to be that dude shooting a good percentage for them to win.
0: The longer the series goes, the scarier it's going to get for playoff P. Like, the, 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 sure. the worse it's going to get. Like, the shots are going to start going off the backboard and shit in game six. So, they better, they better figure it out. <coughs> Zion's family wants out of New Orleans. They want him out. Man, Zion and Stan Van just don't like New Orleans. What did you think was going to happen, Stan? Like, you moved to New Orleans. <laughs> I don't know what you want. Yeah. Uh, Zion, though. Do you think he gets moved in the next year and a half? No,
1: I. I don't know, man. I I say no because, like, yeah, I always say, yeah, the team doesn't have to do shit, right? Like, but I don't know. Time and time again, we've seen players just say, no, man, I'm forcing my way out. I tend to say no, only because I think they have enough assets to make him happy in the short term, you know, or or you know, at least mix it up and say, Hey Zion, give us a chance to try this. So I think they'll be able to, and I don't know who that is or what that means, but I think they'll be able to mix it up a little bit. Um, And we're, he's already going to get a new coach, but I think he's had a new coach every year. Um, Maybe a a coach of his not choosing, but at least liking. So I think he stays for a little bit longer, but I don't know if he's going to resign there. I think a year and a half, I think he's there question mark.
0: I yeah, I tend to agree with you. Uh, a couple things have to happen. So David David Griffin needs to figure shit out. I know they got all these picks, but that's not going to do anything. Like Zion probably wants to win now, even though he's, you know, not really in that prime winning years yet, but Zion probably thinks, "Hey, let's compete." Uh so one, David Griffin needs to figure something out to bring someone in uh coaching-wise and roster-wise to make Zion happy. Uh two, uh, they need to bring back Lonzo because both Ingram and Lonzo, or Ingram and Zion want Lonzo back. Like, they are very vocal about Lonzo, and I don't know if that's good or bad. I still think that should work. Like, I don't understand why Lonzo wouldn't work with those guys. Um,
1: well, then let's get to the deeper issue is, is why doesn't that core work more?
0: Was it Stan? <laughs> I don't know.
1: Yeah, I could see that. I I really could. I could see Stan kind of just being a guy that, like, damn, man. We.
0: I think they've had two bad coaches. They had Alvin Gentry and they had Stan Van Gundy. Alvin played absolutely no defense and a shitty offense. And Stan was a disciplinarian that tried to preach all this defense and then just gave up and let Zion have the ball at the end of the year and got fired. So, I don't know. Do you think this could be a sick pairing? Mike D'Antoni with Lonzo's passing and Zion running the Amari role.
1: Yes, those two alone, yes. But then I have to wonder how a Brandon a Brandon Ingram uh, fits into a D'Antoni system and some of those other pieces. But them two alone, hell yeah. Just run it up the court, dunks, lobs.
0: It'd be um, like the, pacing. yeah, I don't know if Zion liked the gentry offense at all but obviously you have the option to let Zion have space to run a pick and roll with Lonzo Zion. You could run pick and roll with Ingram Zion. Um, I think you could do a lot with Ingram and I just
1: think Brandon, I'm being harsh. I think he's uh, the new age, Rudy Gay, DeMar DeRozan.
0: Yeah, probably And take
1: that as you will. I just don't know if that is winning basketball. Time and time again, he 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 needs the ball in his hand. He seems to slow down the tempo. He doesn't really move the ball all that much, and he likes mid-range jumpers, which is fine, I guess. I just don't know if he does enough of the other things to.
0: He needs the ball, yeah.
1: Counter bounce bounce that.
0: I'm looking at. Okay, so then if that's the case, I'm looking at moving Ingram for like Harrison Barnes or Andrew Wiggins. That's what I'm looking at.
1: Yeah, and if, if I if have Dan Tony. Terrible and you're probably gonna shit on it. But even even if and maybe picks are involved, maybe something else is involved. But even if it's a Kuzma or yeah. something, I don't know. Just, yeah. He he just needs the ball. He's a good player. I just don't know if he meshes well with those two. If you're telling me Lonzo and Zion, I like that start.
0: Also another but I don't know if, another Philly candidate. I mean, we saw, like For I said, sure. we saw what they did when they had a scoring wing and Jimmy Butler that could use the ball. They were really good, and it worked well with Joel. Yeah. Uh, so that's another candidate. But, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, get Ingram out, keep Lonzo, give Zion the coach he wants, and see what happens. Because we already know what happened last time when, when Anthony Davis asked out and Gail Benson wasn't having it. <laughs> so what's yeah. going to happen and when I mean, I Zion didn't... does it?
1: get too deep into the pelicans but you know it's also to me at least weird moves of like adams does adams fit there and you look at how much he's making
0: oh god like, no that's a that terrible totally idea the blazers you know I mean? need steven adams they really need steven like a, adams yeah
1: but that's like a Stan van thing right we're gonna get big we're gonna be physical and i don't know if stand van had anything to do with it he might have been there before Stan van yeah. it just feels like that type of style of play
0: it was just a dumb really move
1: bog down zion <laughs>
0: Just yeah, a really a, dumb a trade move. Trade yeah, terrible. Like one of the worst ideas of the last decade. I don't know what the hell for that sure. was. Uh, I like if they were like we're just gonna trade for him and buy him out. Then okay, but good god. Yeah. Um, okay, so we have. Uh, right now, is there a game on right now? No, tomorrow. Oh, yeah, shit. tomorrow we have Clippers oh, Suns I don't tomorrow. I think we missed the game. Is there a game tonight? Nope. Uh, okay. We had yeah, so Clippers Suns tomorrow for game two, and then Wednesday we have Hawks Bucks. So Clippers Suns, what's your prediction? Right now the Suns are up one zero in a really kind of a surprising game. It was I thought it was a little strange that they just kind of they just kind of won. It was close at yeah. points, but it was weird.
1: I think I'm gonna go boy. I'm going to go Suns in seven. I don't think it's going to be six. I don't think they went on the road in L.A. I think they have to come back home, and it's a tight nail-biter. But I guess there's just so many variables at play. You know, if CP3 plays next game, damn, you know, Phoenix goes up 2-0. Then what happens if Kawhi comes back? Um, But I think overall this will be a back-and-forth game um or back and forth series and i think it just goes seven it has that type of feeling because the clippers had chances to win
0: yeah and there were times where i really liked what the clippers were doing uh by hounding Mm -hmm. booker like they were they were Mm -hmm. sending like pat bev and rondo at booker at the same time and he they were frustrating him but he just had a great game i mean so i don't know what you what you do with that uh but, I mean, they played well. Like, the Clippers weren't terrible. I think they got to get rid of the – Cousins, like, had some stat-filled minutes, but they also got torched when he was in. So
1: Yeah, defensively, I don't know how that's going to work. K-2 I think you can
0: play Zubach or Cousins, like, 15 minutes, but the, yeah. the rest of those minutes have to go to Kennard or Beverly or Rondo because those guys were actually yeah. active. Um, but they played Terrence Mann 27 minutes. Reggie Jackson was good. He was 10 for 19, 24 points. Morris wasn't great, but he only shot it 11 times, and he just kind of played defense. Batum was fine. I think
1: he was. Just, I think the big thing, he was 0 for 5, or 0 for 6, for 3. Which yeah. They need him to knock some down.
0: Yep, for sure. Uh, and then on the Sun side, I thought Aiton was amazing. Like, Aiton was incredible. And, you know, they were missing a lot of shots. Jay Crowder gets a lot of open looks, <laughs> and so... If they keep oh, yeah. doubling Booker like this, like those guys have to start making more shots. If they get on the road and they're, they're not going to make any of that shit, and it's going to be bad. So I'm going to go yeah. Clippers in seven just because I like the guards that they can throw at Booker. But yeah, if if CP comes back next game, that's going to be hard to back. I don't know. Yeah, uh, that
1: and that's that's why I picked Phoenix. I just I and like you said, it maybe is subbing in Canard, but you can't play Zubac or. Or cousins in my opinion just looking back at the last series he's gonna roast you it's yeah literally you're just gonna be roasted with n- nothing to do like so it'll be interesting to see once again can doc make you know the, wolf, the wolf necessary changes? doc yeah i'm just saying, yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh no <laughs> <laughs> Lou. Tyler. Lou makes changes. yeah i know a lot of people praised him after the last series
0: but um, it takes them, like, three games great. to, like, figure shit out. Like, everyone has it figured out by Game 4. Like, okay, if the Clippers do this, they're going to be fine. And he doesn't do it until, like, Game 4 or 5. It's crazy every yeah. time. And then by Game 7, everyone it's like, oh, here it is. League. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Some
1: great Like,
0: okay, dude, he coached LeBron. Hawks, Bucks, uh, who do you have in that series?
1: I feel like I've disrespected the Hawks all the way through this uh through these playoffs and it's not going to stop here. Uh I think this is Bucks in 5 and if not it's a shame Bud should be fired. Uh Middleton should be traded. They should blow it up if not. This is Bucks in 5 games it should be.
0: Yeah, I don't know uh I have no idea what the hell
1: I, what is Atlantic, Atlantic, What can Atlanta throw at Giannis? Capella at the rim?
0: Yeah, that's pretty much it.
1: John Collins?
0: The problem is, like, we say this, and it, but Milwaukee still struggles yeah. to figure shit out. Like, who was supposed to stop Giannis in the last series? I don't... Blake Griffin? Like, and he kind of did for a little bit. He slowed him down, but Giannis... Let's not let's not get crazy. The Bucks won four out of five games in that series um, against Kevin Durant. Yeah, so, I
1: didn't worry about who was stopping Giannis because of the of the Nets' offensive production. I thought would offset that with Durant by himself, and then you add in Kyrie and Harden, and you can really let Giannis get his thirty-five because it's going to be offset. But I get what you're saying.
0: Yeah. So the Bucks were really. I mean, they they sucked playing against one guy but at the same time they didn't really it's not like they lost three games they only lost one game I like the bucks and uh especially if bogdanovich is hurt I don't I'm not not riding with Atlanta um plus you know Atlanta's got to deal with you know a whole team of people that try to try to score not just four guys so I'll give them that uh but Milwaukee's bench has to be way better for sure they are they were trash. Uh, The first game has Milwaukee minus seven. Who are you taking in this game? That's pretty high. Shit. Um,
1: Yeah, I was going to say, give me Atlanta. Yeah. Actually, it's a first game. There's still, I, I think you still, I think any team in which I think we've seen, and maybe I'm wrong, correct me if I'm wrong, it takes a game or two to adjust to the way that Trey plays.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's fair.
1: We've seen Atlanta steal some games early. Um, so I think even if they don't win it,
0: I think seven is is it's pretty, pretty high. high. Yeah, uh, you know what? I now that I think about it, like everyone's down on the Bucks now because it took them, because they didn't, because you know they, they struggled to put away the KD and the Nets group. Everyone's down on the Bucks. Everyone loves Atlanta right now because they beat the Sixers and they're kind of the darling. I might have to just go the other way and just <laughs> eat the seven points, you know. Because I think yeah, Reddish is out, possible. yeah. Reddish is out, and uh, Bogdanovich is hurt. Yeah, that, I'm. I'm just gonna go with the Bucks. I wouldn't. I'm in real life. No chance. I'm fucking betting on the Bucks ever in any situation. Sorry, it's just not worth it. But
1: uh, I will say, and and once again, it's something that shouldn't happen. It shouldn't have to be said. But um, I tip my cap to Nate McMillan, a guy who was kind of uh, you know, a cast off in some senses, and you know, kind of a guy who. He had passed his prime as far as coaching. He had some stints in Seattle and Portland and people kind of thought he was done. I think he's did a great job with you have to think he's an older coach. And, you know we talk about Bud or we talk about some of these coaches Carlisle not being able to reach their young players. And I think Nate's really done a good job in that middle ground of letting Trey be Trey, but also adding some structure to the, to the team. and I think it's really you know, really helped him. I, I really think him coaching has really helped that team.
0: Yeah, absolutely, um, and they have some yeah some solid players. They just didn't have people they didn't have people in the right position, and Nate Nate made it happen. So uh, I think that'll do it. We covered all these storylines, and that's all I wanted to get down before uh, you know we head to the finals. So we'll catch back up soon, and uh, hopefully, no injuries. That's all I care about. Just no injuries. Dude, good series. Seriously. Let's get to Game Sevens and all these and see what happens anything else
1: no i think we actually really covered the the playoffs really well it's been a shame with all the injuries but um uh, who would have thought man who would have thought phoenix uh (laughs) phoenix la and uh atlanta milwaukee who would have thought but yeah we'll see uh what happens
0: all right we will uh catch up next week and uh enjoy the playoffs